A couple years ago, I was reading a blog by a teacher named Justin Ion, and he was talking about school culture and how there's lots of big things that can be done to change school culture, but there's also a lot of small things that can be done to change school culture. And he started writing about a small thing that he was doing by implementing Hi-Fi Friday. He writes, I stood in the doorway between classes actively giving out high fives to every student who passed me. If they refused, I followed them down the hallway with an expectant smile, gesturing at my own hand, telling them not to leave me hanging. Students who came past me multiple times over the course of the day asked what was up. High Five Friday? I already gave you one. Every time you come by me, High Five Friday. Halfway through the day, the teacher across the hall made the observation that every single kid left with a smile. Even the ones who refused the high fives with a ha, I got away with something smirk. At the end of sixth period... I was at my spot in the hall, handing out high-velocity, high-altitude palm presses when a student I hadn't seen before asked me what I was doing. Before I could answer, one of my first-period students who was at her locker replied, It's High Five Friday. Duh. No one is too cool for a high five. I look back at that blog now, and I wrote this comment December 14th, 2015. This is one of my favorite posts of yours, Justin. Excellent idea. Students won't be here Friday, so I guess I'll have to wait until January to start. You're listening to the Tom Gibson Podcast, and in today's episode, we are talking about the importance of that first interaction with your students when they come into your classroom and the five different ways that I greet my students depending on the day of the week. So January came and I did begin to hand out High Five Fridays and the students responded pretty similar to the way Justin's students responded at first of just saying, what is going on? And you say, it's High Five Friday and you just put that hand up and then the middle schoolers are all about it. The high schoolers are generally a little bit more reluctant, but they kind of walk off smiling. Happy High Five Friday. Hey. Hey, happy High Five Friday. Hey, happy High Five Friday. Hey, happy High Five Friday. Happy High Five Friday. And eventually some of the kids would actually really look forward to it and they would say, high five Friday, Tom. And it like became a thing if you got the first high five of the day. Happy high five Friday. Here it goes. Here it comes. Damn. That feeling where your skin's like coming out of itself. Happy High Five Friday. So a couple months after starting High Five Friday, two of my sixth grade advisees out of nowhere started to fist bump Wednesday. At first, they were the only two that were doing it. Whenever they came into advisory or into happy math class, I'd be like, Happy Fist Bump Wednesday, Tom. And eventually, that obviously happy caught on. Wednesday. Happy Fist Bump Wednesday, bam. Happy Fist Bump oh, Wednesday, bam. But then happy something interesting Wednesday, happened bam. because now that I had something on Friday and I had something on Wednesday, there seems to be an expectation, okay, there's some kind of pattern going on here. It's not just a special Friday thing. And so students started to ask, well, what are you, what's today on Monday? Or what's today on Thursday? And so I decided to take up the challenge and find something for the other days of the week. The first one that came to mind was Thankful Thursday. But I didn't want students to just say that they were thankful for their family or they're thankful for their friends. So every morning on Thursday, I'd put my hand out to shake their hand and I'd say, Happy Thankful Thursday. What are you thankful for besides your friends and family? Um. And taking out those default answers made them actually think about the question a little bit more. And while some students are like, uh, I'm thankful for school or I'm thankful for my pencils, some of them would really try to find unique things that they've never thought to be thankful for. I know. Let's see. Yeah, I think I like this. Oh, I see it. I'm not just going to say, like, pencil. That's literally what I do. Um, 
morning before calculator buttons that say cause so cosine sine and tangent. Thankful for sleep. Happy the thankful Thursday. Press. The printing press. The internet. The cows. Saturday morning. Uh shoes. Uh dabs. It forced me to be mindful of what I was thankful for too, because inevitably they'd be like, Well, what are you thankful for, Tom, besides your friends and your family? I am thankful that I get to run with my friend on the Austin half marathon. No, I'm thankful that I get to run with him. I'm not thankful for him. You hate your friend. Tuesday was the next idea that I had, which was two thumbs up Tuesday. Happy two thumbs up Tuesday. Happy two thumbs up Tuesday. Pretty straightforward. Most people are willing to give you at least one thumb up. You'll get a few jokesters who put two thumbs down and really think they got you. And I'll be like, no, not two thumbs down. Happy And some students take the liberty of kind of modifying uh, the actual greeting, such as two dab Tuesday. Happy two thumbs up Tuesday. Happy two dab Tuesday. Or put your hand on your head, spin around, and squat down and jump up up in the air Tuesday. Really? Put your hands behind the head, squat down, touch knees, and jump up Tuesday. Bam. Happy two thumbs up Tuesday, Tom. That wasn't a thumb up at all. Two thumbs up. <laughs> So the last day to have some kind of greeting was Monday, mainly because I just couldn't come up with an alliteration. I'm okay with Wednesday not being an alliteration and being fist bump Wednesday because students came up with that, but the sixth graders that came up with that are now eighth graders. So I think next year I'm going to retire fist bump Wednesday. Happy fist bump Wednesday. No, it needs to be something that matches Wednesday. Happy... Like fist bump. No, no, no. No. Happy. Wacky Wednesday. Whimsical Wednesday. What's a greeting for whimsical? How can you be whimsical? Uh, let's see. Happy. What's up? What's up? What's up, Bobby? I don't know. Happy Fistful Wednesday. Okay, you're right. This is. <laughs> yeah. But that still leaves me with Monday. So I tried Musical Monday and I'm like, Happy Musical Monday, where everything you say is a song. And that really didn't go anywhere. Students generally thought it was pretty funny, but there wasn't the exchange that I was hoping for because most students would not sing. Some kids joked around with talking about morbid Mondays or miserable Mondays. Merry miserable Monday. Uh, But that didn't really have the positivity that I was hoping for. And so I thought, well, what if I shook their hands with my right hand and then I I high-fived them with my left hand and then I called it multidextrous Monday morning. High-five with the left. Bam! Merry Multidextrous Monday morning. It's not Thankful Thursday. Merry Multidextrous Monday morning. Merry Multidextrous Monday afternoon. Shake with the right, high five with the left. Shake with the right. This is. I don't know what my rider. There we go. And granted, multidextrous is not a word if you look it up in the dictionary. But I figured if ambidextrous means you can do the same thing with both of your hands, perhaps multidextrous could mean you can do two separate things with both of your hands at the same time. And so when I first started this, this whole explanation came out, but it came out pretty quickly. So it's like, Mary, multidextrous Monday morning where you shake her with your right, high five with your left. Multidextrous means doing two separate things with both your hands at the same time. And then students were just like so confused. But now it's gotten to the point where kids are walking by and they literally just have their right hand out and they're ready for the high five. And it's Mary Multidextrous Monday morning. And then they just get on their merry way. So if you have a better alliteration for Monday or some ideas of what I can do for Wednesday next year, let me know. 
I think one of the cool things about all these greetings is that I've created this expectation now. Students expect this kind of greeting from me when they see me. And they expect it from me regardless of how I feel that day. And so even on days where I may not really be excited about coming to school, having this expectation of being enthusiastic and happy, it kind of, even going through those motions, generally puts me in a better mood, which is going to be so much better for the climate of the classroom that day. Justin shared a little bit of how his school culture changed as a result of High Five Friday, and that it was really more than just giving out high fives, but it was just taking the initiative to make that connection with students. When I first started doing High Five Friday, it was kind of a, I don't know, just a silly thing to do. I wasn't in a, in a great place professionally or emotionally, and I needed a way to sort of remind myself that kids are pretty great and... They'll totally go with you if you give them something reasonable to go with. High fives cost nothing. You don't need to be invested in the person you're high-fiving. I don't know. I mean, it changed the culture because it brings kids sort of out of themselves. They're sort of used to teachers not being on the same level as them, I guess. I don't know, there's, a, there's sort of this weird separation that we have between teachers and students. High fives are something really easy that sort of lets you connect with kids. I mean, handshakes do that, but high fives do that also. And high fives impart a level of excitement and a level of energy that other things don't necessarily impart. And I think that just goes with giving out fist bumps and asking people what they're thankful for and giving two thumbs up or doing this stupid multi-dexterous dance with students in the doorway or even just students that are passing by the classroom that don't even have you for a class or had you last year for a class and they're waiting in line to tell you what they're thankful for or to give you a high five. And something that I was recently reminded of was just the importance of also saying the student's name, that first point of contact that you have with them when they come into your classroom. And so I'm trying to bring that into these greetings as well to just further communicate, I see you and I appreciate you and I'm excited that you're here. This isn't the only way to do this. When I was trying to go back and find Justin's blog, I just Googled high five Friday teachers and several videos came up. Imagine starting your day off like this. I get to smile on my face every time. I actually noticed this this morning. <laughs> we would get off the bus and there'd be firefighters in front of the door or something, like people, and then we'd give them high fives. Firefighters giving high fives on Friday morning. It puts students in the zone, or you could say the high five zone. Another teacher had his very own handshake with each individual student when they came in and they loved it. It's not your grandfather's greeting. Every student inside Barry White Jr.'s class has his or her special handshake. This happens every day and you can see for yourself the kids love it. The idea is simple. Let every child feel special. For me, I think the most critical component is the relationship, the rapport you build with your students, because I think sometimes it's, it can go underrated um, or overlooked, that relationship aspect, because before I'm able to deliver a substantial amount of content to them, they have to buy into me. I'm seeing the excitement and the joy it's bringing to people. Why not? I'm all about bringing joy to people's lives, man, and inspiring others to do so. so. 
And so I hope this gives you some ideas where you can make some pretty small changes that can have a significant impact on the culture of your classroom, on the mood of your own students, and on your own mood right at the beginning of every class. I want to thank Justin Ion for sending me the audio of him reading his blog and sharing a few of his thoughts on this, as well as for writing it in the first place and sharing the idea. He's fairly active on Twitter. If you'd like to keep up with him, he's at Justin Ion, Ion spelled A-I-O-N. And if you'd like to keep up with me, I'm on Twitter at GibsonEDU. You can also check out TomGibson.com, T-H-O-M-G-I-B-S-O-N.com. Most of my content there is teaching reflection blogs. And I update my YouTube channel about weekly, and that is at YouTube.com slash GibsonEDU if you'd like to keep up with me there. So until next time, thank you so much for listening, and hopefully I will see you in the next episode of the Tom Gibson Podcast.